Yeah, what are we recording? What is this? Is this a podcast? Yeah, I think this is it. Um, <laughs> which one are we Where doing? Where am I? Oh, we're doing Guardians. This is Short Slate. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Short Slate. (laughs) Welcome to Short Slates with Carson and Daniel, your two favorite shorties. Welcome to the Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment... This is the Clean Slate Podcast. Let's uh, let's get into this. So we both watched... This is going to be a dual short slate, so it's basically just a regular episode, but short. Facts. Yeah. So we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, a.k.a. Carson Cries 40 times during okay. this movie. So we were going to make this a regular episode... But because we're in the middle of our decade series, we had yeah, to fit we don't need into to do a short a full, I don't think we need to do a super long episode for this anyways. Okay. So, based off of the consensus, I have heard majority of the thing... Of the thing. Majority, <laughs> majority of the reviews are that this is the, one of the best movies of this phase and since the Avengers. Of this year, honestly. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this year has only been... Yeah, this is better than Spider-Man, honestly. Okay, whoa. Yeah, Spider-Man's only good because of fan service. Nope. Yeah, it's all fan service, the whole movie. Your mom's fan service. That's what I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) Why? What is wrong with you? No, I I think it's better. I think this is better than Spider-Man. No, I do, I do not agree there. As far as, like, good storytelling goes. Possibly. Possibly. D- d- just separate <laughs> yourself from loving Spider-Man for a second. I can't. I am Spider-Man. Like, he, no. I, he okay. is me and I am in him. You're in him? <laughs> I'm so... Okay, speaking of Spider-Man, though. Spider-Verse, okay. dude. I'm so freaking... Yeah, that, that is going to be sick. I'm, I'm really excited for what they're going to do on that. Uh, okay, so but anyways, back to still Guardians. Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own. A mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful. Why did it get so bright in your car? I don't know what is happening. Or the end oh, either way. You knew that. Even if they are successful. Interesting. Okay. About it. But I did Spo- see this. Should we say yeah, spoilers, spoilers abound? Yeah. Go you watch it if you're a Marvel fan. Most of or maybe you've already watched this, though. If you've fallen off of the Marvel bandwagon or train or whatever you want to call it, I'd give this one a chance because I think it is a solid movie. Just period, in general. Yep, true. Um, so, so how do you, this how'd is you feel also about the it? most prosthetics that have ever been used in a Marvel movie before. That. I saw that, which is nice because usually they would just CGI it until yeah. your eyes fall out of your head. Okay, so hot take. I love the movie. It's pretty much all about Rocket. Which I love. Which, I love yeah, that, actually. You, and you just get a really different feel for Rocket this movie. He's normally like this cocky, arrogant, you know, raccoon. Getting his backstory is really nice. Yeah, and it is so depressing. Dude, it there was hurts. literally like, like I love. Okay, personally, 
I didn't like animals very much until I started dating Alyssa, and she has led me down the path of loving animals too much. So now I love raccoons. (laughs) Like they're like my second, (laughs) maybe favorite animal. Like I love raccoons, (laughs) and this dude, they're so cute. I want to every time I see one, I literally want to capture it, but it's illegal. to have as a pet in California. Oh, okay. Um, but this movie has some, like, stuff with raccoons. So if you're a raccoon guy, careful. Dude, the raccoons were so cute. And it's the worst it's that so they tragic. start off with it, too. I know. Yeah, this movie, literally, here's the thing. With Guardians 1 and 2, there's not much over-the-top seriousness in those films. Right. Uh, they're they're serious moments, but I would say there's more serious moments in Guardians Three than there is funny moments, which yeah. is kind of like a the flip of the other two films. So literally from the beginning, there's emotion being stacked upon you, and then they keep teasing every character is dying pretty much. So if you're attached to a single character from Guardians, yeah. the movie's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat. So like even if you're like say you're just a Nebula fan, let's say that or you're someone that only likes Nebula or something. Right. They're they're gonna tease stuff happening to Do her. They tease they're gonna tease stuff. Dying? When she's like controlling the ship at the end, and she's like, "Oh, go without me," and she's just gonna control oh, the ship. I was like, yeah. "Oh, is she gonna sacrifice herself?" Yeah, sure. But or like even like Drax at one point, you're like, "Oh, Drax might die." Yeah, Drax, Groot again. <laughs> Mantis yeah, feels Mantis like she could die, she die at like any moment because she'd be an easy character to kill. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a lot of teasing of character death but it doesn't feel like stupid teasing either because some movies do that where it feels obnoxious this feels like it works with the story really well there's some fun cameos okay hot take Gamora or Nebula who do you like better like as a character in these three movies oh I thought you okay um shoot dude I kind of think I lean Gamora but Nebula gives me a lot more laughs. I think she was hilarious in this volume three movie. Like it, it made me just She's go funny. on Gamora's. I mean, on Nebula's side, I was like, "Yeah, yeah go, this is, be Gamora takes era. a backseat, though." Yeah, th- Gamora takes a backseat. So, this one. Like I don't. I think it's okay. I'm kind of tired of Gamora, to be honest. Well, I think the end of her story is like actually really. The end of like her story arc at the end of this film, I feel like was a perfect ending. Yeah, I her. think so too. Honestly, all the story arcs for every main Guardians character reaches a really satisfying endpoint. So if this is your hopping off point for Marvel, mm-hmm. I think you're fine. Like I think this yeah. could be an end for a lot of people to watch these movies. Yeah, like and- if I if I wasn't a big comic book fan, this would probably be the last Marvel movie I'd watch. Like honestly. Like it, it feels like an appropriate if you kept going after Endgame. Yeah. This feels like an appropriate jumping off point. Well, I mean, after Endgame, pretty much every movie has been like pointless s- almost. So stupid. Yeah, it's like n- no reason to have the movies. The only literally the only good movies have been Guardians Volume 3, Doctor Strange 2, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man. No Way Home or um End of the Home, Homes, Homeless. <laughs> Spider-Man whatever homeless. it is. <laughs> I didn't mind Black Panther, actually. I didn't want um, to. It, it's good in the sense that it's, it's like, honoring Chadwick, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of its own thing. It's hard to judge that for be. I mean, that's a difficult movie to make. Didn't it win an Oscar? Maybe for costume design? Hmm. Or something like that. It 
maybe music, but yeah. Well, uh, the only thing about Guardians Three, I really can't think of any complaints to be honest. It was very long, like super, I had to pee. super long. I had to pee really bad. Yeah, but I mean, it was. It just felt really good to being a very serious, sad movie, but then mm. also having the perfectly timed jokes. Like it yeah. is honestly what I wish Thor Love and Thunder would have been. This, it would have been a perfect movie. It would have been yeah, that. exactly. And I think that Guardians of the Galaxy is damn near close to being a perfect movie. <laughs> like the I Okay, three. so what I'm gonna say I am fully convinced that James Gunn can do a Superman movie now. And that's what he's directing next, is Superman Legacy. Really? Is yeah, it well he's in charge of DC. No, it's a new actor. It's a no, whole new dude. They're restarting the whole DC I universe. I know, man. I know. And it but needs I love to Gal be Gadot. She can't even act. Uh, <laughs> she literally can't. The Wonder Woman movies aren't good. They're not good. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> because it's so true. She sucks at acting, she but I love her act. so much. People, <laughs> I mean, she seems like well, I can't even say if she's a good person because I don't know if that's true. I don't know anything about her. At all, I just don't think no, she's. No, I think good she is like a really good person, but yeah, she she can't act. Yeah. Anyways, whoever they get, hopefully they'll do a better job. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm excited for what James Gunn can do for the DC universe. I liked his Suicide Squad. I liked Peacemaker, but I think this Guardians movie has such a darker, more serious tone that yeah. convinces me that whatever his plan is for DC, he he can do it. Like I don't think he. Because I, I was worried that maybe it'd be too goofy. Like, he'd be too goofy with whatever he does. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he can pull it off. Well, I think he does a perfect job of still having that that funniness that Marvel kind of has established. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the bright colors. But also the dark, like... I mean, if you think about it, every single scene where it's showing Rocket getting tortured and whatnot. Oh, my gosh. Especially baby Rocket. Like, or child Rocket when he's, like, running around. It's sickening. It, Dude, I am. My heart was broken. Literally, every time I saw the bunny rabbit floor or whatever, it made my stomach hurt a little bit. Like I was bawling. Yeah, I bawled my eyes out disturbing. at least three or four times. Did you hear Peta endorse the movie? <laughs> Are you serious? Peta kind of sucks. There's a lot of reasons Peta sucks, but I just think <laughs> it's funny that they endorse this movie. Anyway, Google Peta but- kidnapping dogs. That's all you got to know. <laughs> But when it, it's going to Rocket's, abu- like, you know, torture scenes, it's so dark. It's so, like, hostile. It's, like, perfect what, for what DC needs. Way more violent than previous Marvel films. Yeah, exactly, too. Yeah, it is. That. And graphic. Like, I think I was, there's a couple times. Lately, I was like, they've been leaning a little bit more violent. But yeah, this I mean, they're trying to prep everybody darker. for, they're trying to lube up everybody for Deadpool 3. <laughs> I know, because that's officially MCU, right? Like, yep. that's going to be interesting. But it's also officially rated R. Yeah, anyway, I will guys. say one thing I appreciate oh, yeah. about Guardians Three before we close out is it doesn't really need to tie into the greater Marvel universe. It's its own story from beginning yeah. to end. Honestly, even if you don't know these characters that well, I think you'd be fine watching this movie. Like to be honest, I think it sums everything up. It helps to know at least the Guardians movies. Well, but it I think helps to know the, the Avengers because then it's the whole explanation of why Gamora is not Gamora. Like Endgame. But yeah. If you've seen Endgame, you're pretty much good. 
in game in Infinity War. Yeah. Maybe the Guardians Christmas special that does tie in actually a lot. But... I actually haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I mean that's when you find out Mantis and Star Lord are brother and sister. Like that's a whole. Oh really? I thought that happened in yeah. Volume Two. Like it's hinted at, but it's not like fully said. So go- got it. Maybe watch the Christmas special, but. That's the thing about this Guardians team in general that works is it's separate from the rest of the Marvel universe in a lot yeah. of ways. Like you don't, they don't need Iron Man to come in and provide them with costume changes, or they don't need the mm-hmm. Hulk to come do something. Like they just do it on their own, and I think that's what makes it work. Yeah, on all these different levels, or they don't show up to Earth randomly for like twenty minutes of the movie, like the Thor movies do, or <laughs> you know, it just it works on its own, and I think that is just good storytelling. Yeah, guys, I would give this movie probably about like a nine and a half out of ten. It's really good. Go give check it, it out if you have it. But if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Anyway, but guys, thanks for stopping by the short slate. All right, guys, you can follow us on our Instagram page at the clean slate underscore podcast. Is that it? I haven't said that in a while. You can find us. You know how. I think there's a link tree in the description. Click that if oh, you yeah. can't find us. Um, yeah, so find us on social media. Leave some comments. Whatever you're listening on, uh, let us know how we're doing because we appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, you know, your comments are appreciated. We'll try to interact with all of the ones that pop up. So that's it. We'll see you guys next time. Toodles.